Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another flawlessly produced and delivered episode of the Kind of Funny Games Daily uh, for Friday, 15th of July. I am your host, Tamar Hussein, and joining me oh. is the one and only, my partner in crime, Lucy James. Hello, we made it. We made it out of the we void. We did it. The British came, they ruined everything for a little bit, and the American fixed it. Thanks, Kevin. Says a lot. Thank you, Kevin. It was really scary, guys. I'm still yeah. very worried. <laughs> Sometimes shit just breaks and Kevin fixes it. That's the yeah. that's that's how it goes, you know. First try every time. Um, Lucy, you've never done one of these with me. That's true. This uh, is wild. This is the first time we're doing kind of funny games daily together. Yeah, the Tam and Jams Friday. Tam Jam or, special. Or- a Tam Jam special on a Friday. There yeah. it is. I've done I've done it with uh, Greg and with Kevin. No, yeah, Kevin and Barrett and um, and Tim. As in, like, yeah. the books that I've been on and around. Yeah. So yeah. I do things a little bit differently, okay? Okay. The first thing I do differently is I like to let people know what was happening in history, in pop culture, on this day. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's especially useful today because there's not a lot of stories. So we're really, okay, really okay, cutting this uh... out, okay? Uh, today in pop culture, coming from popculturemadness.com, July 15th, National Gummy Worm Day. Wow, Trolley does have to have a day, huh? Yeah, every, everything does have a day. Trolley, a German confectionery company that is famously known for their gummy worms, created them in 1981 most sources claim that the worms slithered into the scene on july 15th which we now mark no uh which we now mark as gummy worm day trolley had been looking to create candy with only two colors and flavors which meet at one point when they discovered this design during an effort to have something disgusting enough to put parents off of it the five centimeter long treats were made up of two different flavors strawberry and grapefruit um, Wait, hang on. They were trying mm-hmm. to make something. They were trying to making make something gross that people were all oh, gross looking. That parents would be like, no, we don't want to feed this to our kids. And in the process, made the gummy worm, which you love to see. It doesn't make any sense, but that's no, how you know. Zero sense, but you know. Yeah, Germans, you know. July fifteenth is also the Bon Festival, which is Japan's Feast of Lanterns. I love Horses Day. You know what? Nah. I'm, actually, I'm actually pretty scared of horses. I yeah. they're too powerful. They are too powerful. They can You're kick so you and it hurts. Right. You're so right. Yep, they are majestic but powerful. Oh yeah, I'll I'll enjoy them from a distance. Yeah. But yeah. um, no, like my my sister had a horse. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, she had to give it away because uh, he had issues. Um, but. Oh. Was he, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was unwell. He yeah. was unwell. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he had like behavioral issues and obviously. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like yeah, he, yeah. he had issues, no, no, no. issues with your sister, like when they had fallen out. <laughs> No, no, no. He, um, he was, he was just kind of like, he was a big, a big horse, but like, he could be a little bit unpredictable. 
Yeah. And so um if and you know, my you know, I've got nieces and stuff, and that's not great. So they found a nice home for him where he could just mm. be his his mm. wilder self. But also that meant that like whenever I'd stay at my sister's, I would open my window and genuinely the horse would just be staring at me. <laughs> oh, I don't like the way they look. And I don't like that yeah. at all because you know, <laughs> yeah. You could kick in the wall of where I was staying. Easy. Yeah. I once uh, got you... in trouble at a national park for jumping off a bridge. Actually with Tim and, and Cool Greg and uh the I don't know. The, the horse dobbed you in? The no, horse was the, like, the, officer, the with like, them? You know, it was a horse cop. Came, it was <laughs> a park uh... ranger. It was a park ranger came over and had like a very serious conversation with us, being like, yeah. every year we have to pull out dead kids from this area because they hit rocks on their way down sometimes and they die. And oh it's just like, God. he's having a very serious conversation, but I have a horse staring right at my face. <laughs> yeah. And just horses have a dumb look to them. It makes you want to yeah. laugh, you know? It's the, it's the cylindrical face. It's like, your face is too too narrow. I don't like it. Yeah, why the long face, just, exactly. Just to be clear, I said horse cop. Yeah, cop, cop. Cop. Oh. P. Yeah. C-O-P. Yeah. Uh, in in um in the UK in Newcastle where I'm from there was an infamous incident where oh yeah punched a horse yeah um, it was a it was, it was a, a horse cop. with a cop on it yeah, yeah. yes yes we've he seen like got, he like put it so good and like, also horrible I, don't punch yeah horses. I absolutely do not condone animal violence or violence at all but it does look like a Renaissance painting yeah. the way <laughs> taking a swing he got arrested. Yeah. July 15th is also another national holiday, which Lucy is already celebrating, which way ahead of us. Well done to you on that. Uh, July 15th is <laughs> National Beer Dork Day. Um, you'd love to see it. Uh, Beer Whale Penis Day. <laughs> wow. It's also National Give Something Away Day. National Pet Fire I'll Safety Day. Give away these for free, Tom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, National Pet Fire Safety Day. National Respect Canada Day. Okay? Put some respect uh, on Canada. It's also National Tapioca Pudding Day. It's Orange Chicken Day. Ains so and... <gasps> what happened? No, St. Swithin's Day? I looked it's St. Swithin's Day, yeah. What is that? There's an infamous Simpsons line where it's like, is it since Swithin's Day already? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's also J July 15th was the day where, sadly, um, there was a, a murder happen that changed the world. It was the murder of John and Mary Grayson, parents of Dick Grayson, yeah. a.k.a. Nightwing. Yeah. It's a day that lives in infamy that we will never forget. Rest in peace. John and Mary Grayson. Yeah. Um, birthdays! <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura, American wrestler, actor, and politician, and 38th governor of Minnesota. It's his oh, birthday yeah. today. Yeah. I don't know who this person is. You don't know Jesse the Body Ventura? No. It's wrestling. I have but, such uh, a... It's, it's like someone... Any Anything I've ever maybe learned about wrestling in my life, A, has been against my will, but B, it's just something that my brain has kind of gone, no. Lucy, we watched a movie with Jesse Ventura in it together. Do you not remember it? It was called Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe. And it's it was absolutely awful. We watched it over Zoom. It was a Chris Pereira pick. Um, he's also a... He's in Predator. 
and he yeah and he is uh also uh, at one point was very into conspiracy theories he's alex jones oh. adjacent for a little while but is he a um, wrong i don't know if he's a wrong one he might be uh, at some point i think that at some point most wrestlers are probably wrong ones um yeah uh forrest whitaker's birthday today uh oh got it he gave us that moment of course <laughs> The best, the best moment. <laughs> the best Star Wars moment of the all best, time. Most quotable Star Wars moment. Yeah. But also, uh, but also, but what is she proposing? That is the other most quotable uh, moment, yeah. Uh, Bridget Nielsen. Oh, okay. It's her birthday today. Diane Kruger's birthday. And for all the fluffy people out there, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. It's his birthday today. Who's that? Is he... He's a, a, uh, a stand-up comedian, American stand-up oh. comedian, yeah. Um... Uh, in 1799, on this day, the Rosetta Stone was found in the Egyptian village of Rosetta by French Captain Pierre-Francois Bouchard during Napoleon's Egyptian campaign, which is pretty cool. That even back then, they were like, mm, one of these days, there's going to be an expensive piece of language learning software, software yeah. named Call after this. this. Yeah. Rosetta Stone was too expensive, man. Really you had to you had to get that on BitTorrent if you wanted to learn a language. Mm. Um, but it was easy to get on BitTorrent. It was very easy. Not that <laughs> yeah, I've ever uh, done it. I've never no, done yeah, anything no, illegal never, in my life. No. Neither has Kevin nope. so, or Lucy. Don't believe it. Actually, I'm not sure about Lucy. Um, 18... Yeah, she's done a lot of... 1834, the Spanish Inquisition was officially disbanded after nearly 356 years. Nobody expected uh, that. No, no one expected the Spanish Inquisition to be disbanded on July 15th. Um, several thousand people were actually. I'm not going to read the rest of this. It's kind of yeah, sad. That's not real. <laughs> yeah. And 1979, U.S. President Jimmy Carter gave his malaise speech, where he characterized the greatest threat to the country as this crisis in the growing doubt about the meaning of our own lives and in the loss of a unity of purpose for our nation. Which you know what? Still relevant. Yeah, All this time later. Like, we're British. We don't understand what. Oh, yeah, I don't know what any of that means. Uh, <laughs> so whatever. Today's stories include June 2022's NPD details, which, let me tell you, makes up the bulk of today's episode. Uh, Unity CEO John Riccatello saying some spicy stuff. And God of War Ragnarok pre-orders popping off like wildfire. And more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily, where each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv forward slash games. We show you all and tell you about the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com forward slash you're wrong. As always with an episode that I'm on, there will be zero entries to you're wrong because I am never wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com forward slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. You remember to use epic creator code kindoffunny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases. So if you're playing Rocket League and Fortnite, make sure you are using Kind of Funny on your purchases and that helps support Kind of Funny and you want to help support Kind of Funny, of course. To be part of the show, head to patreon.com forward slash Kind of Funny Games where bronze members are above get to write in and silver members are above get the show ad-free uh, along with the exclusive daily post show, which we'll be doing later. Housekeeping, I mean, goddamn one time, why can't it be a bad game of sweeping? There is a new kind of funny podcast. It's called The Airing of Greg Vinces, which is a very good title. <laughs> oh, 
You can check that. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, You can check that out now on YouTube.com for such kind of funny and podcast services. Uh, It's a little too late to attend, I think now, but a reminder that today, Greg, Joey, Snowback, Mike and the Xbox team are going to be in L.A. They're taking over the Fonda Theater in Hollywood for an As Dusk Falls launch event. Um, If you manage to RSVP to that, don't forget to go and have fun. Let us know how it goes. Make sure you tweet loads of pictures and say, holy shit, this is awesome. This is cool. I hope Kind of Funny does more of this at Xbox. Give them more money, et cetera, et cetera, that kind of stuff. You know, hype us up. Juice us. Juice us. Um, thank you to our pre- Patreon producers, Fargo Brady, Gordon Maguire, and Al Tribesman. Today we're brought to you by ExpressVPN, MeUndies, and Athletic Greens, as well as Shopify, but we'll tell you more about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and will forever be the Roper Report. It's time for the news. We've got four stories today. A baker's dozen. It's actually four and a half, but... Wait, something, yeah, something also did drop. I, I've been checking in the, on the chat. First of all, we missed that it was the 10-year anniversary of Gangnam Style today, which oh, makes me feel... It no is... way. That can't be right. We're not that old, are we? Uh, that's, that's that was like four years ago, ZOPGM. right? Yeah. That is, that is, yeah. It's, it's also the, uh, the 20, 30th anniversary of the first release of Street Fighter 2 on home consoles. Which is a more relevant one than Gangnam Style, but you know, yeah. Um, but there we then go. also, Tam, another news story did just drop, so I just dropped it in. But I don't okay. know how much we'll talk about it. Oh, we are proud to officially join. Bungie has tweeted, "We are proud to officially join the incredible team at PlayStation. We are excited for the future of our company, and we are inspired to bring together players from all over the world to form lasting friendships and memories." Per Odessia Ad Astra. So we knew this stuff was going to happen. Um, but I guess it's now official. The the p- paperwork has been signed, and and we are off to the races. So Bungie has published a joint kind of like um, uh, blog post, I guess, um, where they make it official. Um, we believe games have limitless potential, and that they'll do any uh, and that they do anything worthwhile in and, and what and that to and do anything crazy. worthwhile in entertainment, we must bet big on our vision our studio and our incredible team of trusted creators who build unforgettable worlds that truly matter to people in sony interactive entertainment we have found a partner who unconditionally supports us uh, in all we are and who we want to accelerate our vision uh, and who wants to accelerate our vision to create cross gen- create generation spanning entertainment all while preserving the creative independence that beats in Bungie's heart. Like us, SIE believes that game worlds are only the beginning of what our IPs can become. That's an interesting bit of text there. SIE believes that game worlds are only the beginning of what our IPs can become. Together, we share a dream of... Oh, here it comes. Uh, Together, we share a dream of creating and fostering iconic franchises that unite friends around the world. Uh, families across generations and fans across multiple platforms and entertainment mediums. Today, Bungie begins our journey to become a global multimedia entertainment company. That's wild. 
And then there's a couple of bits, uh, sections that break down um, some more stuff. But the one I want to uh, read out is Creative Freedom. Since taking flight in 1991, Bungie has always charted the future with our own star map. Uh, they're really leaning into this space stuff. Uh, a path that is driven by our community and for our community. We'll continue that journey with new worlds in development. And we can't wait to share them with you. Uh, with SIE, the potential for our universes is unlimited. Um, our future games will take bold steps into unexplored space for Bungie, continue to push the boundaries of what is possible and will always be built on the foundation of creating meaningful, lifelong friendships and memories. We remain we remain in charge of our destiny, which is <laughs> a, a double a nice pun. Well, well a done. Nice pun. Um, we will continue to independently publish and creatively develop our games. We will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. Our games will continue to be where the community is, wherever they choose to play it. With SIE support, the most immediate change you will see in, is an acceleration in hiring talent across the entire studio to support our ambitious vision if this speaks to you and you want to help us put a dent in the universe we're hiring across all disciplines for destiny 2 and for all new worlds beyond so interesting so as we said already knew that this was happening lucy um but some language in here that kind of speaks to the future of bungie and what sony saw in them uh first of all being sony believes that game was can are, are the only the beginning of ips uh, of what RIPs can become naturally. That's got to be mean like TV shows, movies, comics, and that kind of stuff, right? Did they announce there was going to be some kind of Destiny TV anime thing? Everything's getting anime at the minute. I'm going to Google this. I th I think they have talked about potential tie-in stuff, but I don't know if they, they have officially announced um, anything as far as I know. Um, and, and it just makes sense for that stuff to be fleshed out. Um, there's there's like so much potential in that story that is it's only consumable if you are knee deep in the destiny universe have been for a really long time and understand the the mechanisms you need to engage with to to unpack that story because obviously the when destiny one came out the the kind of a lot of the story was in the grimoire cards and that kind of oh, stuff them grimoire cards. yeah okay, so remember this, those... this is what i was thinking of uh, three months ago, Destiny TV show hype builds after Bungie Jobs listing Sparks Rumors. This is from Dex Dexerto? I never mm -hmm. know how to pronounce that. Uh, but they're a senior producer at Destiny Linear Media with the hopes of an animated TV series adaptation uh, of the yeah. title. So yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a job listing. Yeah. I mean, Destiny 2 changed it in a big way where they were like, they told the story more in-game and the events have been spectacular as far as I can tell from everyone who plays it. People love the story and they're fully engaged with it. But I think there is a, an opportunity to kind of take some of that and adapt it in different ways for for people beyond it and create that pipeline back into Destiny, if you know yeah. what I mean. Let's see, um, I was talking about this with um, Skill Up uh, on FPS, which is coming out today. Um, but he was saying that, like, I, I asked, is this the point where I could easily get into Destiny 2? And he was like, honestly, no. It's not no. a great place to jump in if you are fresh, because not only is the way that Destiny works is, like, they vault content, but there's just so much um, at this point um, that it's kind of tricky to just jump in and to ensure that you'll get the narrative payoffs and stuff. So, for looking at transmedia, which is obviously something that I'm sure we'll talk about the way that 343 has handled it. Obviously, they have uh, quite the shared history, those two studios. Mm -hmm. um, you know, making sure that there are these other elements, these other ways to bring people on board. So, you know, whether that is a TV show, whether that is 
some other kind of media tie-in that we haven't necessarily even thought about. Um, all it does is it, is it also works as a way to funnel people into the game itself. Um, look at how Arcane uh, became such a huge talking point when it came out on Netflix for League of Legends, right? And so yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that the Halo TV show had the same uh, impact. Did get to see his ass, I guess. But, you know, it, it's really interesting. Yeah, senior producer to produce projects that extend the franchise into TV, films, books, comics, and audio formats. And I will say, if they do, like, an audio play, I'm all about the audio play life at the minute because the Sandman yeah. stuff has been amazing. There was that Wolverine one. I think that There's a Batman good. one on Spotify that's really good. Yeah. Oh, isn't that, like, the number one podcast or something at the minute? Yeah. It's it's really good. The yeah. Podcasts are, are a big thing in terms of like uh, adapting uh, IPs into. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about this opportunity. The thing that I'm most excited about now is the acceleration stuff. Broadly speaking, um, the the stuff that I'm most interested in is what comes next after Destiny. I feel like I've missed the boat on Destiny in a way now. Um, like obviously you played a bunch when it first came out, uh, but as you said, it's hard to get back into it right now, yeah. especially if your main interest is the story. Um, I so we had a whole show about playing Destiny. Oh too. yeah, Destiny's Children. That was us. We we had a, ser a series for oh, a while. Oh, let's try we and get out, Raid ready. <laughs> we burned out real fast. And and we played it at a time when the story wasn't great. Oh, like, no, we, we played, played it at launch, didn't we? Yeah, it was the vanilla version. So none of the cool story stuff had really come out then. And, and like, that's the problem. I, I, I now, I kind of regret jumping off. But, I mean, it made sense at the time. But I think the lesson I've learned is, like, when it comes to Bungie, like, stick with it because they've done proved time and time again where it's like we, even if we start rough we'll get there and then when we get there it's going to be worth being there for but if you jump off before the train reaches its destination you're going to be real sad that it's gone um destination yeah exactly um so i'm excited most about the new worlds in development that they have but yeah. uh i also kind of am always like trepidatious about rapid growth of of like studios and and this kind of like multi-media uh, kind of approach also kind of scares me because it's like, what happens if it doesn't work off the bat? Um, are they just suddenly going to like abandon it? Are they committed to it? Who knows? I feel like Sony is very slowly showing that they are definitely committed to, to this kind of stuff long term. But yeah, it's, I hope it works I think out. It's a new initiative for Sony, right? Because we can look at look back and see when they kind of tried to dabble in this sort of stuff. Do you remember Powers? Ooh. Sadly, I do remember powers, powers happen. Um, but if you think now, we've got Last of Us TV show at HBO of all places. Um, isn't God of War getting adapted? Mm -hmm. um, they, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think you know Sony. Twisted has... Metal, of course. Everyone's excited for Twisted Metal. Aren't you excited for yeah. Twisted Metal? Clearly, at the forefront of my mind, mm -hmm. Twisted Metal. But no, it's like I think this. It feels like they have. Arthur, it feels like they have a plan. <laughs> Sorry, I was actually playing some Red Dead 2 the other day. Um, it feels like they have more of a plan around it. And I think with Sony's resources and Destiny 2, especially like from speaking with Destiny fans, like the, the story is kind of like the best it's ever been. It could be something really great. And so I'm excited. And um, I hope as well, crucially, that uh, the, you know, they are remaining in charge of their own Destiny. 
they are getting to remain like that kind of fierce independent nature because i think that's what's led bungie to be able to take risks and like frequently in terms of studios who are outspoken and who will speak up for what is right bungie is constantly leading the charge yeah um especially speaking up about things like abortion rights and um you know just e supporting even if, the the employees yeah. as well in a lot of ways yeah so, yeah so i really hope they get to retain that um that fierceness I guess. um yeah the company culture is as important to bungie when it comes to the games that they make because you know the energy that they they have around their people their employees and the company as a whole it kind of like leads to the games that they make and the games they make are very good so you don't want to upset that delicate chemistry um and end up having you know kind of shooting the golden goose if for what it for uh, you know one of a different phrase but like they are the golden goose for sony right now in a lot of ways because sony has mentioned that their strategy going forward is to create more like live service experiences which is something that they don't currently have a lot of expertise on and this acquisition is a big step towards bringing in that uh, expertise and having a kind of game that from the get-go is already like functioning as the kind of bar that they want to hit so i imagine sony's just like we're just gonna let you do what you need to do and hopefully it works out really well and hopefully that you you can figure out ways to improve the stuff so it's exciting times uh, for sure at, at bungie um the next story comes from matt piscatella and it is a june 2022 npd roundup I'm going to let you in on a secret, everyone. This morning, I did a show called Game Mess Mornings with Jeff Grubb. Never heard of it. You might, have heard, you might be familiar with it. It is uh, a shameless ripoff of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Shameless. Don't tell but, him. Uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Um, and uh, it's, it really hurts. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, Barrett's going to be on it on Monday, so uh, that, that's tacit approval. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I I went into Jeff Grubb's document. I was like, Jeff, you've done all the hard work in formatting this NPD stuff. Oh I am copying and pasting this shit, and I'm putting it into this document <laughs> for Kind of Funny Games Daily. <laughs> It evens out. It evens out. <laughs> evens out. Evens out, baby. Uh, so I'm, I'm like bridging the gap between the two. Um, but obviously, all of uh, Jeff Grubb's work has been um, sourced from Matt Piscatella, who uh, reports the uh, kind of details on NPD. We're going to go through the highlights. Um, those are June 22, 2022, consumer spending. Uh, across video game hardware, content and accessories fell 11% when compared to a year ago. Uh, that, that fall has taken it down to $4.3 billion. Uh, there's been a growth in subscription spending, uh, which could not off offset um, declines in other areas of spending, though. Uh, the first half spending totaled around $26.3 billion, which is a 10% shortfall when compared to the same period in 2021. Um, subscription content, again, is the only major spending category that exhibited growth. Um, in terms of hardware, video game, hardware dollar sales fell by 8% um, when compared to a year ago. That's down to $371 million. Um, first half new console hardware spending fell, fell 9% to $2.1 Any surprises in there? I guess the, the context around this that we need to keep thinking about is 
we had a soaring high for a really long time as an industry, right? Because COVID happened and that changed the way people spend their money and the um, the kind of uh, the things that they use to entertain themselves, right? We went from being outside constantly, going to concerts and movies and, you know, restaurants, et cetera, et cetera, to being stuck inside. So it makes sense that um, we spent more money. And now, now we're at a stage where we're going to concerts a little more gingerly and going to movies a little more gingerly and hanging out at restaurants again. Um, so does this make sense to you then? Or do you feel like it's indicative of perhaps something else that might be more worrisome? Recession in there, pal, as mm -hmm. well. Well, I don't think we, we're not officially in the recession yet. No, people we? really want it to happen, though. I think we are. I think we might be in the recession. Oh, are we there now? I think as of last like month. But oh, I, could, I could be wrong. I could be the United States. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I feel you know, uh, cost of living is going up in general. So yeah, I mean, I think your points are completely valid. Like, people feel more comfortable. Like, the uh, the pandemic is by no means over at all. COVID rates are actually spiking. Mm. Um, get vaccinated. It's a I had it. Okay. You had it. I had it. I touch wood recently. Mm. I I still remain uncoveted. I do not. Last. It now. won't last. I I, no, I just know. got it like two weeks ago. It was yeah. totally fine. Yeah. I had almost no symptoms. I had a stuffy nose, but it ruined a bunch of my plans. It was an oh. hour. Yeah, I hate to see thing, it. This is this is like Whamageddon. You know, like the the game you play where you know you have to go through all of December without hearing Wham. I'm playing my own. No, fucking, what are you talking about? Who's playing that game? <laughs> British That's people. a wild you game. Not, what are you saying? No, what are you talking about? Have you never heard of Chat, please. Chat, please. You're talking to a chat of Americans. I, as a British person, I've never heard of Whamageddon. It's British. I mean, I'm into it. I love the sound of this Michael, game. Michael, Michael O'Reilly. It's a thing. Okay, it's cool. A thing. I mean, I'm down to play this this year because it sounds amazing. I think um, I will win because I have. I don't think I very regularly hear Wham. So. Ping pong Padawan just said Lucy's making stuff up again. Oh, okay, hang on, just Tom. Uh, I'm British and I've heard of it. So there we go. No, no, okay. no. So, uh, yeah, so where were we? Oh, yeah, spending. Uh, yeah, people, I don't know, cost of living. There have been layoffs, uh, recession. So I think this is to be expected. Subscription content increasing. Um, honestly, I could, I could also see that happen. It's been a major push for sony recently with the revamp uh, on playstation plus obviously xbox were making changes all the time to how game pass works uh i'm trying to think in terms of other subscriptions i don't think nintendo pushes nintendo online nintendo frequently forgets that they have nintendo online <laughs> um but yeah, yeah i mean it's it's a shame but also you got to consider i i did bring up uh the old game informer uh like releases calendar because it's very comprehensive and you know I think compare not to say that we haven't had as many games this year. We've had there are tons of games, but we necessarily haven't had the big AAAs. And so you know, last year we also had around was it March time we had res things like Resident Evil Eight. Whereas this year it feels like the big big hitters have been Horizon and um, obviously Elden Ring. Whereas in uh, last year we had uh, more more of the kind of the bigger hitters um, like Kingdom Hearts. Mm. On PC. Mm. Mm. I mean, you say Horizon was a big hit, but we'll come to the software and, stuff in a bit. But, I mean, did um, it not sell? It might... I, I would have assumed it would have sold a fair few a million. 
but not uh, as. We'll get there. Um, oh, no. We'll get there. Uh, US NPD uh, hardware numbers. PlayStation 5 uh, generated the highest dollar sales amongst video game hardware platforms in both June and the first half of the calendar 2022, while Switch led both time periods in unit sales. June, uh, PlayStation 5 dollar sales uh, experienced double-digit percentage growth when compared to a year ago. Is it um, you can finally sort of buy them That's now. the interesting not thing, even yeah. buy them. They can't buy them, but they can buy them, if you know what I'm saying. Um, that, managed that, I managed to get one somehow, but I ha- I do have freakish luck with this stuff. You you know uh, how I am. Ridiculous luck. Yeah, if you're if you're trying to like get in line and buy stuff, I've got like weird luck where I've I managed to get like what was it uh, Hamilton. Hamilton tickets very easily at the time before we knew J.K. Rowling was a top ten wrongen. Um, we, when uh, people were trying to get yeah. cursed child tickets, I like for fun turned went to the website and it was like. You are number one. And I was like, cool, I don't want this. And I closed it. <laughs> closed it. And it yeah. was mediocre. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, so I, I managed to get one, but they're still very difficult to find um, for the average person. Um, so, But the, the, the kind of numbers improving and having the double digit percentage growth is in comparison to a time when there was like basically impossible. So it's gone from basically impossible to a little more possible, but still largely impossible, if you know what I mean. Um, so that accounts for that. And then accessory spending, uh, spending on video game accessories fell 15% when compared to a year ago to 16 uh, to 176 million. First half video game accessory spending declined 14% versus a year ago to 1.1 billion. Uh, the PS5 DualSense Wireless Controller Midnight Black was June's best-selling accessory, and the Xbox Elite Series 2 Wireless Controller, which is a great controller, led all accessories in first-half dollar sales. Um, yeah, so... My local let- target, for some reason, is, like, always has the controllers in. Like, I remember you and I, were talk- and the headsets as well, we were talking, and you were, like, trying to get the Xbox headset, and I was like... Mm-hmm. yeah. Let me hook you up because for some reason this particular target has always got it going on. Yeah, I, I know mean, I have one. Yeah, glad. You'd love to see it. Um, yeah, the series two best controller. Yeah, great controller. Uh, let's dip into uh, software um, and and run through some of that. Uh, we're going to use a story written by Eddie McCo on the number one video game website on the internet. Do you know what that video game website is, Lucy? I want to say gamespot.com. You are 100% correct. What you may not know, Lucy, is the number two, three, four, five, six, and seven spots are also held by gamespot.com. People yeah. hate it, but it is what Don't it is, you know? Don't hate us because you ain't us. Exactly. MPD Group has released its monthly sales report revealing which games, consoles, uh, games and consoles saw the best during 2022. And once again, Elden Ring was a standout. Elden Ring was June 2022's best-selling game, and it continues to be the highest-selling title of 2022 so far. Additionally, after just five months on the market, Elden Ring is already inside the top 10 best-selling premium games in US history for dollar sales, according to MPD. Again, this is not units sold, dollars driven. Uh, the research company did not say the full top 10 list, so it doesn't. Uh, so it's unclear where it ranks. Um, that is, Elden Ring is selling an absurd amount of, of copy. It's making crazy money. Like, they're, 
Miyazaki is rolling in it right now. He's like, holy shit, I'll never make a game ever again. Don't. That's Why not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. He has already said that they're almost done with the next game. So that's good. That's what he yeah. said. Yeah. They're like in the final stages of their next title. So very, very excited. Very, very excited. Um, uh, Elden Ring has been the best-selling game in terms of dollar sales in the US every month since launch in February, except for April, which is when Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga reigns supreme. And uh, yeah, Elden Ring is projected to be 2022's best-selling game in the US, outpacing even Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 for 2022. That will be a big result, but it's not a perfect or, or entirely fair comparison as Elden Ring launched in February and Modern Warfare 2 arrives at the end of October. Um, Let's look at other stuff. Let's look at some other stats. So yeah. the June 2022 top selling video games in the US. Number one was Elden Ring. Can you guess what was number two? Oh, so you mean you don't want me to look at the document that you've put up? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, basically. well, I did see number two, which was Lego okay. Star Wars, but I didn't see the rest. Yeah, so the rest. So you mentioned uh, Horizon, correct? Yeah. Horizon is not in the top 20. Which that's is wild. Just, that's just for June, right? June, yeah, yeah. Oof, that's quite the drop off. But like, it's a big drop off for for a first yeah. party title, especially one as like as big as uh, Horizon, a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden mm. West. Like, and it's it's you'd think it'd have a pretty good attach rate to, but but then um, maybe PlayStation maybe... Five consoles as well. Yeah, but maybe you know, and just because I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, a reason for it, maybe it's because everyone who does have a PS5 who has the game, yeah, bought it at launch. Yeah, but also it is a PS4 game as well. So yeah. maybe so is this is just is just counting PS5 or is it counting PS4? It's just too? top selling video games. So it's I think it's uh, all of them, I guess, except for Xbox and Switch. Digital sales are not concluded, and other digital sales as well. Yeah. Um, but like uh, it's hard to say as well but also like it could have done really well and it will probably end up being at the end of the year like reasonably in the top 10 um, for best so um, going from 1 to 20 the, the best selling games of June are Elden Ring Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga Mario Strikers Battle, Battle League MLB The Show um, Overwatch oh, Overwatch yeah. is back yeah wait why Overwatch oh. is 5 again um, probably off the, off, the, off the back of like uh, the the release date, the the um the actual people talking about the game, and also because like it's oh, because you get that thing, and then you wait, wait. There was like a bundle you could buy to get beta access for two. Yeah, but, but also some... I. Th yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Overwatch get... must be included in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but also, like, I think a lot of people have consoles, and they're like, "What can I buy for this stuff?" And Overwatch is a very easy one to like Google and be. You can Google like best console name game, and it'll be like Overwatch Two. Overwatch Grit is great. So people are like, "Okay, cool." It is great. I'm just um, Overwatch Two. Yeah, number at number seven, Nintendo Switch Sports. Eight, Kirby Forgotten Land. Uh, nine, Final Fantasy Seven Remake, and then Minecraft. Call of Duty Vanguard F1 2022, um, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Dragon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles, uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, still in there at 15, Fire wow. Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes, Sonic Origins, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, The Quarry, and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, okay. The best-selling games year to date um horizon is at number four 
uh, that is maybe, maybe so it just means that it has yeah. like high you know day one yeah so it's got Elden Ring Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga Pokemon Arceus and then Horizon and then a bunch of others um, Elden Ring is pretty much at the top of all of these lists for Nintendo games currently June's best selling Nintendo game was Battle League Mario Strikers but after that Mario Kart 8 still hanging in there the best selling PlayStation game was Elden Ring and then MLB The Show uh, top Xbox game was Elden Ring and then Skywalker Saga. So, popping off for Elden Ring, which you truly love good to for, see. Good for Miyazaki. I think the 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 thing that we can take away from that is, you you bet your sweet ass there's going to be an Elden Ring too. Like, yeah. <laughs> if there's not an Elden Ring too, I'd be. If there's not an Elden Ring too, I'd be very surprised. And if there's not an Elden Ring too, that just means that From Software has got enough clout now to say we're not doing that. We're doing yeah. this instead, which is Bloodborne too. Yeah, it's a don't don't say things that we can't get. Don't make promises that someone else can't keep. Um, and and it it pretty much guarantees that there's going to be Elden Ring DLC. I mean, we expected it anyway. Oh. Like pretty much every. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, from software game has had a a uh, a DLC and it's always banging for yeah. the most part. Um, so it will probably get some Elden Ring DLC some point. Uh, in all likelihood, chances are strong that we see that pop up at Game Awards this year with Jeff's beautiful little face just smiling happily at a giant Elden Ring gameplay on screen that we can't see, just bath- bathing in the light of it. I really hope if if Miyazaki can't attend, the pop friend gets to accept any accept award. our award. Yeah, it's my pop it was, friend. Yes, I don't. I think that pop friend was big enough to actually be Iron Fist Alexander. So I think that pot friend could fit Miyazaki in it. In it, so yeah. I'm just saying, Jeff, if you're watching all this, I'd love it. Here's, here's Jeff Kinney, if you're Miyazaki watching this, in the pop yeah. friend, and then have him pop out. Have him say hello. Can anybody hear me? Can anybody hear me? I seem to have become stuck. Give me a good wallop on my backside and Jeff can hit him with a game award award. And then we're in business. Easy. Yeah, You'll love to see it. it. Uh, before we head into the next uh, uh, news story, mm-hmm. we're going to take a little break for our ad. Remember, you can go to patreon.com forward slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. Um, if you've done that, Good for you. Well done. If you haven't done that, here's some here's some ads. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Are people still trying to make plans with you this summer as if you aren't booked and busy already? But thankfully, Me Undies wants to help make this summer the most comfortable one you will never forget because when you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. And I know that from experience, but you know what? Me Undies has always been there to help me. I'm always wearing my Me Undies shirts, my lounge pants, my lounge shorts, my undies themselves, the socks. I'm a Me Undies fanboy. Wouldn't have it any other way. I just absolutely love the socks soft micro modal fabric find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small all the way up to 4xl meundies has a great offer for all of you out there for any first-time purchasers you can get 15 percent off for a limited time if you sign up for the free to join meundies membership you get 25 percent off your first membership item to get 50 percent off your order 25 percent off your first membership item and a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash kind of funny that's meundies.com slash kinda funny shout out to express vpn for sponsoring this episode when you use the bathroom you always close the door behind you right well 
you don't want random password buyers looking in on you. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Your internet service provider knows every single website you visit. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices, whether it's my phone, my desktop, uh, all everything. Anytime I'm using the internet, just because I am trying to stay as safe as possible. The best part is using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, you click one button and you're protected. It is so easy. It's the biggest button in the world. One click, you're done. So if you're like me and believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself today by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. You can use our link expressvpn.com slash kind of funny and you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash kind of Shout out to Athletic Greens for sponsoring this episode. I started taking AG1 because I'm not a big pill guy. I don't want to spend a lot of time on extra things, but I wanted to make sure that I was taking care of my health. Now, I've been using it the last couple months, and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has a fun tropical taste that I actually look forward to in the morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery focused and aging. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny well, next story i thought it was going to stay black for I a few might. seconds there i oh, was I like oh my not. god not again <laughs> not like no, we're, we're past it we're, okay we're good we're good we're kevin's on it kevin's on it uh our next story comes from the number two video game website on the internet. That is, of course, GameSpot.com, written by Demi Williams. Unity CEO says, you are an effing idiot if you don't think about monetization during the creative process. Then apologizes. Um, the current Unity CEO and former EA boss John Riccatello has said that if studios don't consider monetization in their games during the creative process, they're a effing idiot but has since apologized for his comment. During a recent interview with PocketGamer.biz, <clears throat> the CEO discussed the announcement that Unity and Iron Source would be merging, while also touching on criticisms both companies have received regarding the inclusion of monetization during earlier development. Ferrari and some of the other high-end manufacturers still use clay and carving knives, Riccatello said. It's a very small portion of the gaming industry that works that way. And some of these people are my favorite people in the world to fight with. They're the most beautiful and brilliant people. They're also some of the biggest effing idiots. Um, so actually what he's saying is these people who aren't doing it are effing idiots. But he's also being like, they're my homies. But it's not working at all. I... <laughs> God almighty, their poor PR who's who must have just been sat there going. Why, John, <laughs> why have you done this? Um, he went on to elaborate on the, his former comment saying, uh, a comment explaining that the games industry has changed over the years. It used to be the case that developers um, would throw their game over the wall to the publicist and sales force with literally no interaction beforehand. That model is baked into the philosophy of a lot of art forms and medium. And it's one I'm deeply respectful of. I know their dedication and care. 
But this industry divides people between those who still hold to that philosophy and those who massively embrace how to figure out what makes a successful product. And I don't know a successful artist anywhere that doesn't care about what their player thinks. This is where the cycle of feedback comes back. Uh, and they can choose to ignore it, but to choose to not know it at all is not a great call. Following Rick, I, what the fuck does that, any of that mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, the thing is, um, I think I think the audience he is speaking to, yeah, is not the audience who has picked up on this story. No, not at all. Um, following his comments, he received backlash from members of development um, uh, community with some strongly disagreeing with the CEO's sentiment. Uh, I made Apple's iPhone game of the year in 2018, says Ben Esposito uh, of Donut County. And I did it using Unity, but according to their CEO, I'm a big effing idiot for not making Whole.io the, the free-to-play game that ripped it off. Oh, mm. that is brutal. Yeah. Um, uh, Brogan Hackett, I think I pronounced that right. Apologies if I didn't. Uh, a developer who worked on If Found responded on Twitter saying, John Ricatello thinks I'm an idiot. I think he's a greedy little capitalist pig who only cares about money. I'm so tired of people like him ruining things I love. Uh, today, Ricatello tweeted out his apologies and said his words were taken out of full context adding that he was deeply sorry if what I said offended any game dev, which is massive sorry, not sorry energy. Um, this isn't the first time <laughs> Rick Teller has... <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a, isn't the first time Rick Teller has commented on monetization in games. In 2020, 2011, he defended the use of microtransactions, saying it's a great model and it represents substantially better future for the industry. Um... Yeah, I mean, the problem we have is Riccatello is saying a bunch of shit. People read between the lines and rightly criticized him. Um, and he was like, no, but his, the issue that he has is you can, there's a breadcrumb trail of him, like nickel and diming developers at his time in EA, at EA. And also now, like he's always been about that microtransaction life. So oh, yeah. him saying like, ah, oh, I didn't mean it. Online like, past yeah. life. He's about the online past life. He at EA when EA was doing the most microtransactions, the shit that you remember being them grossest for, that was a Riccatello joint. Um, he also did stuff like you know get a few games that people wanted greenlit, like uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, for example. Um, but largely, his legacy is trying to get more money out of people. Um, so the fact that people are upset at him specifically saying this it's not yeah it's, it's not specifically what you said it's the fact that he said it and then trying to be like no i didn't mean it like that is really disingenuous when your career has involved doing that exact thing um but how do you feel about this lucy oh man it sucks it's like i think the the responses from the devs kind of say it all because it's one thing having a creative vision and then you've kind of got like the sales part of it being like, um, actually you got to work out ways to get money out of people beyond, you know, just buying your game, which really sucks. But also like, I don't know if you want to read like the last bit of the story, um, uh, which kind of also explains, I mean, people are very angry about the iron source acquisition too. Because, yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, so Unity um, has faced criticism recently after they laid off 200 workers shortly before acquiring IronSource in a 4.4 billion all-stock deal. Recatello reportedly assured employees two weeks before the news that there would be no layoffs during an 
all hands meeting, but went on to lay off four percent of its workforce. So yeah, that I mean, like <clears throat> you're being a dickhead, my dude. Yeah. Like, stop being a dickhead, and yeah. people will stop acting like you're a dickhead. The very easy way to not be treated like a dickhead is to stop being a dickhead. Yeah, and then it's simple like, Calling devs and and effing, yeah. effing idiots is like, what are you doing? I, yeah, I what are you doing? What he's doing? Like, if I'm if I'm on like if I'm working at uni, I would be like, why why is this man speaking? Like, what is he doing? Why is he saying this stuff? Like, it's insane. Like. Yeah, uh, I think like the the criticism and the backlash he's getting is warranted. He clearly thinks that he's he's in a position where he can just say these things without getting any sort of blowback. And I think it's pretty great that when a CEO like him says something stupid, that we can call him on it and be like, uh, uh, uh. And I think it's great that especially developers with the knowledge and understanding and experience to do that are talking about it. Um, so good on these indie devs. Um, and if you are an indie dev and you are thinking, is he right? Maybe, but trust me, man. Uh, a lot of people really love the way that you currently make games um, without the free-to-play stuff, so please continue doing that. Um, our next and final story comes from Stephen Petit and John Bittner over at GameSpot.com, the number three video game website in the website. world. It's a great website. Um, God of War Ragnarok pre-orders are now live, and it includes the Jotnar edition. Yeah. So there's a bunch of pre-orders, but we're running short on time. I'm just going to skip to the Jotnar edition. The Jotnar edition comes with a bunch of things that is included in in all the other versions. Um, it's got uh, it's got some additional bonuses as well. And um, the stuff it's got is a seven-inch vinyl with two tracks by Bear McCreary, who you may know from Battlestar Galactica. Uh, uh, it's got the Falcon, the Bear, and the Wolf pin set. It's got the legendary drop near ring in a red cloth bag. It's got Brock's dice set instead of the Dwarven dice set from the uh, Collector's Edition. It's got the Yggdrasil cloth map. You also get a 16-inch Mjolnir replica, a 2-inch Vanir Twins carving, a steelbook case, a digital code for the game for PS4 and PS5, and you also get the following digital items. Kratos' Darkdale armor, Atreus' Darkdale attire, Darkdale blades handles for the Blades of Chaos, Darkdale axe grip for the Leviathan axe, a God of War Ragnarok digital soundtrack, a digital a Dark Horse digital mini art book, an avatar set, and a PS4 theme. The reason why we're talking about this is because this thing clocks in at around $260 or £230, and it is basically impossible to get now. It is sold out everywhere and that leads nicely into our next story which comes from here and cry at games radar uh god of wars jotnar edition is already being resold for at least double its price uh god of war mm -hmm. ragnarok's jotnar edition is already being resold for hundreds more than its original price by scalpers for example if you head to ebay.co.uk um right now you'll see that there are numerous listings for ragnarok's jotnar edition selling for well over 500 pounds the listings do not descend in price from there, however, or do actually descend in price, however, generally dropping down to above 200. Um, still, it's a dire state for customers. I had a quick look to see uh, what the US prices are, and I'm seeing upwards of $600, $700 for this thing. So if you have an interest in this Yotnar edition, you're going to have to be fast if it ever comes back in stock, man. Uh, I think that sony will no doubt look at it and be like okay we gotta put more of this stuff out um and and start yeah yeah but um well, 
like this is remember the Fallout Four Pit Boys. Yeah, it's yeah. I may ever experience anything. It's like that. it's a lot. Um, I beg of you, if you are out there and you definitely want this thing, don't pay scalpers, man. Yeah, oh, hey, it's scalpers. it's messed up. It's messed up. Just don't do it. Just wait it out, and you'll be able to get it eventually. Um, whether I'll get it, who knows? I think it's going to be quite some time before I get the Jotnar edition of God of War Ragnarok Lucy. But if I wanted to know what I could potentially get at mom and grub shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Dum, dum, dum. I can't. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Out today we have Jet Cave Adventure, Xbox One, PC, Solar Blast, Switch, Writhe for Switch, Curling for Switch, Gunslingers and Zombies for Switch, Dinkum for PC, Dread Out for Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, and of course Pokemon Puzzle League for Nintendo Switch Online. It's looking dry out there, friends. Good. Um, no, hang on. Escape Academy came out this week, and uh, yeah, this is just for today, though. Just for today. This is just for today. Okay. Power Sim is available, and uh, Escape Academy is also available. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll save the. Uh, uh, we didn't get any mail, uh, so the kind of funny <laughs> best friends have failed us. Um, Unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to look at your wrong real quickly. I'm going to say, did we um, get anything wrong? Let's see. Um, it doesn't look like it. Uh, Nano says, uh, uh, we've been trying to reach you about your card extended warranty. Thank you, Nano. Uh, send me a DM. He also said it's report, not report. Uh, I fixed that, but you didn't hear it. Um, Snug, Slacks, uh, Snug Slacks says, not a you're wrong. Why are you sending it into your wrong then? Delia. But surprised you didn't mention that two days, uh, two days ago marked the 35th anniversary of the original Metal Gear on MSX. Uh, Snug Slacks, if you're in the chat, you know why I didn't mention that? Because it was two days ago. Got him. It's July 15th. If I wanted to mention, why don't I just talk about my birthday, which was like three months ago, shall we? Huh? We're talking about things that are happening today. Get a grip, Snug Snacks. I hope you're doing well as well. Um, Nanobiologist also says we are not in a recession, but an analyst says it's imminent with most companies slowing or freezing hiring. Yeah, Nano. I trust. What is it? The the CPI? Like things things are really bad. We're fucked. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, Josh DDT says it's pronounced Yotna. I'm pretty sure I said Yotna a bunch of times as well. I put both of them in just in case to cover my ass. You know what I'm saying? I I, I think the American pronunciation is Jotner. Yeah, Jotner. 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 Oh my God. Uh, Please don't buy the Jotner edition uh, from Scalpers. Uh, tomorrow's hosts are no one because it's the weekend, everyone. Hey, make sure you keep an eye out for the Patreon post later on um, uh, to see what the lineup is for for next week. Um, if you're watching live on Twitch after this, I believe Kevin and Barrett are going to play some fork knife. Is that right? Yeah, we're going to fork and knife it up. They're going to fork mm-hmm. knife, fork uh, knife, knife wrench. Yeah, knife wrench. You can knife and wrench, mostly wrench. Uh, if you want to catch the stream later, subscribe to youtube.com forward slash kind of funny plays. This has been kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv forward slash kind of funny games. We run you through all the nerdy news you need to know about to bring meaning to your lives. Okay. Let's just be honest with it. 
Okay, we've we've got a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com for slash kind of funny games. Get on it if you're not. Stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, laugh and grow fat. <laughs>